Welcome. To Arcade Audio. episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. We're back on the couch, our couch. In the middle of our home, our couch. In the middle of our... I don't know the rest of the words, words. What made you think of that? <laughs> that was the most weird, random up. I'm doped random up, I'm tired, thing. I have so much to do. Uh, I'm just happy to be back in my fucking seat. So it's not fucking covered in fucking broken rice krispies and Did we ever figure out what your seat was coated in? Yes. Uh old people. <laughs> My seat was covered in old person. Oh man. That's what it was. Um it is Thursday, July twentieth. This episode's already supposed to have been heard. But uh you're 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 hearing it hopefully on Friday or some time soon after it airing. Again, we're, we're working well, at it. You had to get to the midnight showing, but you fell asleep. There okay? you go. Hey, that's a good way to think of it. No, that doesn't make sense, because they would have had it in the morning. They would have had a midnight show to a Wednesday night movie. No, 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 no. We air on Thursdays, like... Yeah, but, yeah, but the third, like, they air at midnight going well, into Friday. Not if they're in Australia. What? What? <laughs> no one thinks about Australia. Um, so yeah, so we're making sure we're, you know, family's gone. The next few weeks, we don't have much going on, so we should be able to... say that now. So it stinks the fuck out of us. I know. And my roof just caved in. Um, we hopefully should be getting back to your regularly scheduled programming in terms of Thursdays, and also, what's actually in our goddamn queue. Again, you can see the title of the podcast... This one comes out of nowhere. That's what happened when my parents are here. Um, also because I don't want my parents... I, I don't want it to keep hearing my parents snore through three hours of hoop dreams. I don't want to um, have them ruin the movie Unbreakable. <laughs> um, and I refuse to watch The Chaperone with anybody but you. I don't want Thanks. anybody else to do that. As, unless, it's, uh, unless it's Andrew's angry. Guess at the show. It's true. Well, I mean, he, I, he won't watch that with us anyway. He needs privacy. Um, he doesn't listen to this. Then that too. So yeah, again, another out of the blue. We gave my parents some choices of what they could watch, and they <laughs> went with this one. Yes, which is fine because we've watched this movie on many different occasions. You know, it's so we probably again we always say it's gonna be a shorter episode, but who knows? Uh, if you're new to the podcast in general, what we do here in Merited Movies every single week is we watch a movie. Then we talk about it. 
we're married, so sometimes we argue about it. Sometimes we're lovey-dovey about it. And uh, sometimes we just bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Um, uh, about our lives and, you know, stories that we share. It's, it's a free-flowing... And things that relate to the podcast. It's a free-flowing conversation. Yes. Um, not much has gone on since uh, last week's podcast. My parents are gone now. Home safe and sound in Ohio. Little baby Jilly's uh, sleep on the floor. She's all sprawled out. I know. Um, thank goodness, after giving us a Leave fight. Her. Yep. Um, if you're hearing this after you listen to the most recent blank slate uh, that Rich and I recorded uh, yesterday, and hopefully we'll be making air very, very soon, don't worry. Everything is fine. I managed to get most of the, the Funko Pops that I wanted. I literally said on the podcast, like, yo, if you're hearing this and you're in San Diego, hit me up. I didn't know, like, how the retailer partnerships work, so I got most We're of We're still new to this. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm a growing collector. Uh, my collection is growing. Great. Uh, yep. It, it yep. is, it it is sure. grown out of the house. Yes. Um, hopefully it'll help us buy our next home. You never know. I hope so. Yeah. Um, nothing else is really going on, right? I forgot to get an oil change today. The one thing, the one thing that was on my list, because I had to go to your stupid stores to get your Funkos. You just aged 10 years. I had to go to the store to get your Funkos. I did. I had to run around all the stores to get your Funkos. I appreciate Forgot that. to get my... Do- Dang, oil changed. Okay. Um, See, go. that's a, an example of what happens on this podcast, because <laughs> we're married, and we're falling asleep on the couch. I gotta keep it interesting. You know, gotta... Make sure mullet's on his toes. Make sure he's paying attention. Well, it actually made me lose my train of thought because I was going to add something there. I forget what it was. Oh, well. See? Um, we also have terrible memories because we're parents. And l- no joke, science has proven pregnancy does change your oh, brain. What? It does. Something that I thought was really interesting today... Normally, we just talk about our lives. I know what it was. I'm like, oh. we're recording this today that OJ got paroled. That was literally what I wanted to say. Sorry for interrupting about that. I was going to talk about, since you talked about San Diego Comic-Con, something I thought was interesting was the different trailers and the different things mm-hmm. that end up being popular. Did you see the, um, the thing that's probably most interesting to you so far? I haven't watched anything, but I've seen that the... Uh, trailer for Pacific Rim 2 came Oh, God. Out. I sent it to Lolly because, you know, she loves Kaiji. So. Well, yeah, she, her son's named Kai, and she's and friends she with you. Me, and she loves me. Yeah. Um, I was referring to the uh, preview of the Rocco's Modern Life revival. I did not see. Yeah, it was, it's on Facebook. I'll, sh- I'll pull it up for you later. Um, looks looks pretty good. And I'm not a Rocco fan, but I know you are. So my mother and I are huge Rocco yep. fans. It's the original cast looks great. It's gonna be awesome. Um, but all that stuff we'll probably talk about more next week because we're recording this Thursday night. The only thing that's really come out are all the fucking toys that I've been buying. So all the other news and stuff will be later. Um, but that's for next week. This is this week. It is crazy, stupid love. Um, I think I read last time. No, I did. You read right a lot? No, you did. You're correct. Um, sp- smart, sophisticated comedy says Pete Hammond of Box Office. Box Office, what? He's just from the box office. Yep. Forty-something uh, Cal Weaver, Steve Carell, thinks his marriage is perfect until his wife Emily Julianne Moore <laughs> admits to having an affair and asks for a divorce. Now Cal is single, shell shocked, and looking for love with the help of expert lady killer Jacob Palmer, 
Ryan Gosling, who gives Cal's manhood a remarkable makeover. Amid inappropriate crushes and romantic encounters, Cal and Jacob discover that being a player without the right partner isn't just crazy and stupid, it's impossible! This feel-good comedy with a soft spot for love features a brilliant ensemble cast that includes Emma Stone, Marissa Tomei, and Kevin Bacon. So, this is, uh, uh, 2011. This movie feels a lot, like, newer than that. I know, it really does. It's been out for six years. It doesn't feel like it's been that long, but it still does feel like it's been a part of pop culture scene in our lives for so long. Right, well, and also this, you know, so much has changed, but, like, so much of this movie, I feel like, is so relatable to all these characters already, like... Like, I think Ryan Gosling, I still think the photoshopped, like, most beautiful man in the world. Steve Carell kind of is in his lane in terms of, you know, he does everything, but he did a lot in this time frame of these, like, you know, PG-13 comedy, you know, type movies. Marissa Tomei is the hot Aunt May, you know, so she's like the older, you know, (laughs) like, sex pot type thing. Yeah. Emma Stone, you know, is is Emma Stone. So a lot of it's still carried over. Um, I remember, you know, seeing trailers. I've never been a naysayer of romantic comedies. If it's good, it's good. Mm -hmm. A good romantic comedy I am all for. They're just few and far between. um, Because they are formulaic. They follow the same uh, pattern on a regular basis. Um, They are very lowest common denominator in terms of their level of comedy. Yeah. And this one isn't. This one has a pedigree in terms of its cast. Um, I really enjoy... Uh, who was the writers on this? Dan Fogelman. He's written other things. He wrote Dan in real life as well. So him and Carell kind of have a, uh, a rapport. Mm. Uh, the directors... Uh, I'm going to fucking butcher both these names. Do it. Glenn Ficarra and John Requois. I think I actually did those really well. They are uh, part of the brain trust of This Is Us, which is one of our favorite shows. Again, if you didn't listen to the blank slate, um, Rich and I going over Emmy nominations. I'm giving uh, This Is Us plenty of love and uh, hope that it does well in the Emmys. So they do a really good job of weaving in and out of, you know, these intricate but relatable family stories about um, relationships and love and... um, Growing up. Mm-hmm. I, I fucking love this movie. I think it's one of the best romantic comedies I've ever seen, especially in the past I agree. 10, 15 years. I agree. I mean, and it set the bar for now what a good romantic comedy is. It was a hit. It's not a big hit. You know, it, it's, it's a great cable movie. You can put it on oh, always. Great. Um, it looks good. And they, it's the start of probably my... Probably my favorite on-screen couple chemistry. Gosling and Stone. Gosling and Stone. There are generations um, trying to come up with the like the example. But you George st- Clooney and Juliana Margolis from ER? No. Yeah. No, I was thinking like classic cinema like, like Tracy and Bacall. Like, yeah. You know, right. Also because she just does Emma Stone does a great Lauren Bacall impression in the film. Um but they just have a chemistry with each other, and they, they can do. do comedies, they can do musicals, they can do whatever the fuck Gangster Squad is. Um, 
serious drama. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's it's it, good to have that. It's yeah. it's good to to see that in modern cinema because like, we've talked about it before. A lot of like what created Hollywood and cinema like doesn't almost exist anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no movie stars anymore. You know, like it's you know people go for either a franchise or a genre. People rarely I, I go for. I disagree with that. Some people, there are some people you'll go and see anything that they're in. Not like, anymore. Yeah, like Rich will go see anything Drew Barrymore is in. The cheap shot. Um, not well, anymore. You kept, you kept promoting him. I had to tear him down. Here's the thing: we 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 kept we talked about it a little bit. I think on the Martian because I was talk I was referencing something from another podcast. Um, about how, like, Matt Damon, they were talking about his last, like, movie star, and it's like, well, then the Great, great Wall comes out, and it's like, nah, like, people don't like, give yeah, a shit. Yeah, right. You know, Tom, it, used to be, it used to be Will Smith, and then Will Smith had a slew of disappointments, and before him it was Tom Cruise. Now, Tom Cruise is fucking 15% in The Mummy, and, you know. Yeah. So, there's a lot of, like, n- that doesn't exist anymore. Just like, you know, the, uh, you know, the... The couples or the camaraderie of certain circles, you know, permeating through film. You have it with, you know, whatever, what was it called? Like the frat pack, you know, like the Franco and Rogan, like that whole thing. But even still, like that's just kind of accepted now. It's It feels different than what, you know, any old like Oceans movies used to be and stuff like that. Okay. So this, this I feel like, kind of has a, a few good like cross sections of all those things. So right. also, for me, it's a little bit warmer. Um, also, we're talking about like old school Hollywood. I want to take this time uh, to say rest in peace. Very soon, of a great movie ride. Um, it's gonna be so sad. Um, we're gonna try to take little baby Jilly on it and ruin everyone else's time um, before uh, it closes. I, I really hope that she balls her eyes out during Alien. It'll make me feel so good. She's gonna cry when I she sees so. the Wicked Witch of the West. I was so scared. Yeah. Well, she won't be because she's a little daredevil. Uh, this movie looks great. I think it's wonderfully shot. Um, great soundtrack. Very independent, you know, sensibility soundtrack style. I don't think there is like a like a pop culture heavy song in this, right? There's not like, you know, anything that like you would have known before you watched this movie. Correct? Not really. Yeah. So it sounds great. It looks great. It's a good script. It's well acted. Yeah. Um, do you have any um, negatives? Well, let's talk about child actors for a second here. You can talk about it. What? You don't agree? I don't agree in this case. For both of the kids? Both kids. Oh, you're talking about the daughter? Yeah. She doesn't count. That, that... Is there supposed to be something wrong with her? Like, I never... Yeah, she's figured... a teenage girl. It's... Like, I can <laughs> never hilarious. figure it out. No, there's nothing wrong with her. She's just a, a flighty, ditzy, uh, like, 12-year-old. Because she's younger. Yeah, because he's graduating middle school, right? So he is 15? 13, 14. 14, 15? Yeah. No, 13, 14. I don't know. Yeah. So she's got to be a couple years younger. Okay. I just think they were like, look, we don't have enough time to fucking deal with two kids. So, like, they have two kids, but, you know, she's... Three, technically. Well, three. Still... Spoiler alert! 
played off really, really well. A great, great, great reveal. Um, yes, really good. My parents watched it in between their naps. Um, they uh, like they saw that part and they both were like, "Oh, like when you get my parents, and, a it means they just forgot what was going on, and and b you, you know you did something right." And c, I was actually surprised at the amount of comments they didn't make. Well, again, they were sleeping through a lot of it, but um. <laughs> I mean, I think they understood a lot of it. <laughs> like, I think they understood a lot of it. Um, yeah, that also could be a barometer of how good this movie is. Like, if my parents don't have anything smart-ass to say... <laughs> then you know you're doing good. You know right. you're doing good. Um, but no, I don't... For for the, the female, yes. For um, Robbie, I like that kid. I think he's really good. Okay. I like him. I, I love the scene where he's just like staring a hole and fucking owns Kevin Bacon. Just oh, him just stone face just like looking that was at him. A good scene. He, and then immediately he's like, Can we get ice cream, mommy? I like him. He he's very natural in that in those situations. As the prepubescent boy who's got a crush on his babysitter, I felt like he was very real. And okay. and, and so I, I'm fine with him. The other girl look like when we get there, I guess we could make me make an L V P case. I really don't have an L V P nominee. Um but I do. I have an LVP nominee. Okay, well, oh, actually, I do, too. I have an LVP nominee. We'll, we'll get there. We'll you should have stuck to singing. You asshole. Oh, no. We'll get there. We'll get there. That's originally who I thought, but I, I think I have something to say. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I got something to say. All right, um, so that that so that those are your only negatives. Do you have um, anything else really negative? Not really, no. All this, I like all the scenes. There's not a lot of bits that don't hit. I, like, I love the like the dirty dancing. Like, what's your move? Like, I love that whole. That whole sequence is great sequence. because you know exactly where it's going. Because and I, I do have one minor critique. What? That the movie is a little meta and self aware of being a romantic comedy. You know when Steve Carell's in the rain after the parent teacher conference and he says what a cliche, and you know and Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling are basically talking about you know. In the the PG thirteen movie world of this, this is what happens and doesn't happen, and then like those things happen, you know, eventually anyway. I I'm ultimately okay. Like I'm not one of those people that's like in the world of movies, movies shouldn't exist, type type thing. But it, depending on my mood, it kind of just rubs me the wrong way sometimes. And that like everything else around it is is kind of fresh and fine. That if you didn't tackle it, it, it wouldn't have mattered and hurt. So okay. every now and then it kind of takes me out of it. But that, that, that again, that's nitpicking. Okay. It's but nitpicking. But in the world of movies, if movies didn't exist... No, I didn't mean like that, but like, like don't, re- don't have... Don't talk as if like you're referencing that, you know, movies are important. Or movies are a thing. Or like you're well, thinking... You're trying to avoid what? being in a movie. But it's supposed to be a know, real life... People don't talk like that. Sometimes they do. Rarely. And if they do, it's because they have... It's like us, and we've been in, like, entertainment in terms of, like, stage or, you know, we have friends that work in the entertainment industry. Not these people who are lawyers and fucking whatever the fuck Ryan Gosling's character does. Fuck people. You know, that's all it is. Um... It'll be my only critique, but everything else has a wonderful balance of drama and comedy, even moments that are kind of, you know, like I love when Steve Carell's boss is like, oh my god, we thought you had cancer. Thank God, right? And they're laughing about it. Like, I like that stuff. I like, um... 
I like the shopping montage. I like the, you know, mm-hmm. shredding through women montage, both of them. Yeah. The, the 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 big reveal scene is my favorite. That's a great scene. There's everybody punching each other. Another like great uh almost deadpan is David Lindhagen take off the ring is Yeah. Fucking makes me laugh every single time. Yeah, it's great. And yeah. Ryan Gosling is just fantastic and also, all of his delivery and he seems very much that character i think he's the mvp uh yeah it's hard he's the only one i got nominated for golden globe not that that matters in our opinion but emma stone is fantastic she is uh, she's not the mvp she's not the mvp i do like the scene where uh she's not getting asked out and she's like drinking the gin and like you know, she proposed she proposed to. Yeah, proposed to. She gets uh, she gets plenty of great opportunities. She does great with all of them. She's just not the MVP of the movie. Same thing with Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore is good. Doesn't get a lot of fun to do. You know, she has to be the shrew. Um, but she's also I love that she plays kind of a light, you know, like not a hard ass mom, and you know, mm-hmm. seems kind of easygoing and, yeah. and does well with her spots. Um, Steve Carell is fucking Steve Carell, you know. He's an incredibly underrated actor in terms of what he can do, but he's always there at comedy. Um, he's the only person, I think, that could pull off a few of the lines that he does in this movie, like making out Marissa Tomei and saying that he's scared she has AIDS. Hmm. Um, yeah, but, you know, also to that argument, a lot of times that we say that the thing that sets apart the MVP is that no one else could have done that role. Well, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm building in, up to. But I think in this movie, this cast, just all of the pieces fit. I don't think that you could have swapped out Emma Stone and Steve Carell and Jenny Moore with anyone else and have it still be what it is. I think, I think it would still be a normal romantic comedy. But it that would be, be that would be this. that would be watchable. But it wouldn't be crazy, stupid love. And then we said it about it at the beginning. Agreed. But I do feel like the crux of the movie in terms of charisma and humor um, and acting ability. And look, I'm not a Ryan Gosling fan oh, I girl. I know you are. I I'm, am. I'm not at all. Uh, he's on your list, I'm guessing. Uh, he, he is. He is the list. He is the list. That's he fine. He's my list. That's fine. If you get him, Can I get... Can you blame me? If you get him, I get uh, Alessandro Mastrandardi from Master None or even. Um, we'll just seek them out and, you know, we'll have a great, like, double life together and we'll all live together happily and it'll be cool. Um, what was my part? Oh, um, I, I feel like in certain things he gets a little too into himself. Um, and this isn't one. I, I like him in comedy roles. I like him having fun because he's able to, like, not poke fun at himself, but, you know, but lighten up a little bit and have fun, and he does it so well. Uh, Ryan Gosling saying the, phrase, saying, saying the phrase coin bears is hilarious. Um, eating sabaros for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, something I noticed uh, the first time ever, he eats like shit in this movie. 
He has like a burger and fries at the bar. He has he a fucking giant does. piece of pizza. I think he has something else at one point that's just like yeah. total crap. I just found that funny. Um, every scene that he is in immediately makes me more interested in the film. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. He, he did a fantastic job. He's great. I haven't watched him in... That's not true. That's not true. But we'll get to there when we get to Lars and the Real Girl. <laughs> I don't own Lars and the Real Girl. Oh, good. So we won't get there. And um, even still, in that movie... Even still, in that movie, he was good. I just did not like that movie. But, um, yeah, he's he's great. He's just fantastic and everything. And he's a really serious, like, method actor. Sure. Like so he, he, went was, out and, he went out and fucked all those girls. I believe it. He's I mean, a dad. Eva Mendes, too. He's like, a dad. He just kills it. He's a dad. He's probably like 40. How old is he? Uh, yeah, he's, he's a... He's not that old. Yeah. He's in his mid-30s, mm. I think. Ryan Gosling. He's Canadian. One, I know is. that. He was born in 80, so he's 37. Yes. Thir- 36. So he's almost 40. His, mm. his birthday's November 12th. Um, alright, so Ryan Gosling are making MVP. And again, we just highlighted... Everybody who's not the LVP. You know, Steve Carell, Emma Stone, um, Julianne Moore, uh, Marissa Tomei is funny. Um, I, I really like Kevin Bacon in this. I don't know why. <laughs> he's just, like, such a fucking affable, like, he's not a prick. But he is. But it's like, come on, dude. And he just, he's he, totally a prick. He just looks and plays the part like so well. Um, I am a huge John Carroll Lynch fan. I love him in anything, all the way back from the Drew Carey show in Fargo. So anytime I see him in anything, like uh, he was uh, the cheesemaker uh, from Walking Dead a couple seasons ago. The oh, last season. Really? Like the, the two, yeah, the two hour episode with Morgan's like backstory. Uh-huh. That's John Carroll Lynch. And he's a he's fucking he's an amazing actor. Huh. He's so good. He was the um, he is uh, I forget the character's name in Zodiac. He can be hilarious. He's normally hilarious, but when you get him in like a serious role, dude is fucking range. He is awesome. So I'm glad to see him in this. Same thing with Beth Littleford. Um, shout out old school Daily Show people. I I like Anna Lee Tipton. She has a certain, like, charisma about her. Okay. She looks like... This is shallow, but whatever. She looks like the mouse from Chippendale Rescue Rangers. She does. <laughs> she does. She's, I mean, she's a formal, like, model, I think. You know, she's got a very, like, model. She looks a little bit like Fiona Apple. Okay. There's a throwback for you. Uh, keep getting them checks, Fiona Apple. At Applebee's. Um, so I don't think it's her that either. so bad. I know. Um, we already said it wasn't the kid. Alright, look. It's Josh Groban. <laughs> it's Josh fucking Groban. I forgot about him until I read something that said, oh, this is a f- movie debut. The feature, the film, feature debut fi- film debut of Josh Groban. He should have stuck to singing. Look, okay. So Josh what Groban. What a fucking nerd. He, Josh Groban, like, he sold millions of records. Uh, he's got a sense of humor. Here's my thing with Josh Groban. 
he's not bad for that character. Okay. Like, that character is fucking okay. Josh Groban. Uh-huh. Also, you know that guy who fucking rolls in it. Like, that guy's gotten so much fucking Dick. clam. <laughs> Dick. He... He's I think for his day. his two scenes, like for that, like it's perfect. Like her friend, I like her friend. Um, oh yeah. I, I always think that's Brenda's song, and that's not me being racist. I just always think that's Brenda's that's song. That's not Brenda's song. I know it's not Brenda's song, but she looks exactly like the girl from uh, Brenda's song. She looks. Uh, is it Brenda's song in Social Network? Yes, she is, and she's also the Disney Channel what um, the actress. Doesn't matter. Not her. I know it's not. Um, Lisa Lapira. Yeah, she's always funny, and I like her. You know, just like her reactions sell it so well on like what a little just twerp and worthless nerd that you said Josh Groban is. I think part of it is like what he sings and how he looks, but his performance, I think, is is right in line with what that character is supposed to be. Okay. So I don't think he did a bad job per se. I just really didn't like it. I knew... I'm sitting there watching it. I'm like, God, LVP's probably going to be Josh Groban. And then, like, the second scene he's in, I'm like, you know, he's doing fine. Like, he's not doing anything wrong. I mean, look at him, though. But you can't... Yeah. But also, like, I like... Josh Groban has, again, has a sense of humor about himself. He was in the, um... Here's a throwback for you. He was in the I'm fucking Ben Affleck skit, skits from, like, the old Jimmy Kimmel show. You know, like, he, like, he gets it. He's been in other of these films. Like, I'm pretty sure he's done other, like, comedy bits and stuff. And has been, you know, like, fine in them. Um, my LVP nominee, with all these people I'm talking about who I have not liked, uh, my nominee is the popular girl in the high school that uh, she goes to get advice from. The girl's like, um, she's like the guy, the girl that's like sleeps with older guy that gives her the advice to be, to take naked photos. Oh. When she's on her phone, my lips are ar ar ar, seals, and then she's like, well, I have a huge rack. That girl fucking sucks. <laughs> that, was, that was the only person I could come up with that like, I could make any sort of a case on who would be worthy of being the LVP in this movie. So, if I can swing you in that direction, that's who I would go no, with. No, it's still Josh Groban. Oh, really? Poor Josh Groban. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure? I mean, I don't really care. Or, we talked about the, the younger daughter, which would actually be interesting. The younger daughter was played by Joey King, who's a former MVP on the podcast. She was the MVP of Wish I Was Here. That's Joey King. Yeah, that's 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 another reason why like something I like, got there had to have been like rewrites or like she got edited out because she's like a name, you know, like she wasn't like a no name actress like some random girl that just had to fit the role. Right. Like, you know, she's a good kid actress. She's like one of the rare kid actresses that's won an MVP on this show. Right, right, right. So that's why I'm like, well, something has to be afoot for her to have not been you know given more to do. Right. Um, yeah, because that doesn't make much sense. I didn't even realize that that was her. Yeah. Hey, and you know that kid who played Robbie's now twenty. And you see, you see, his career is now zero. Yeah. Because he's uh, he's an adult now. Jonah Bobo, no relation to our good friend Julia Bobo. I'm guessing. 
If she is, if he is, sorry, Julia. <laughs> I mean, we'll see him at the wedding, I guess. <laughs> um, so I'm fine. Look, you call it. I'm fine with making it knocker girl. I'm fine with making it. I'm not fine making it Josh Groban. I'm fine really to want... make it knocker girl then. It's okay. fine. But Josh Groban, you were close, buddy. Uh, Juliana Guil. I guess I say it. Um, just for. Like, this is a really well-written movie, but that seal line is just so fucking painful. Um, yeah, that was... I forgot. I blocked that out until you just said it. I think they edited it out of the, of the movie, of, like, the TV showings of it normally. Like, that whole scene. And then, like, she's just taking naked pictures of herself for no real reason. Um, it's a pretty dope moment at the end, though. Like, if you're a third-term boy and your crush gives you, like, naked pictures, that'd be pretty cool. I never had that, unfortunately, when I was in Oh, school. well, good. But what are you gonna do? Um... How much do you have to suffer? <laughs> um, yeah. We're not going to be those people, right? What people? The, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone or Steve Carell and Julianne Moore? Because neither. We're like right in the middle. Yeah. Like we, like, yeah, I wear like shitty tennis shoes and like scr- <laughs> shitty you know things. You tennis shoes. Well, not, I'm in Florida, but like I go out, it's like we go out to like a minorly decent restaurant I'm still wearing, like, a fucking tank top and basketball shorts. Because who the fuck, what the fuck do I have to look nice for? I don't look good for anybody. Thanks, thanks, You already you got me. You for yourself. I'm comfortable. That's all I care and about. And what if I wanted you to look good for me? Then look at a picture from a few years ago. <laughs> it lasts longer. Um, but no, we, we have, I mean, we have this podcast. We have fun. Like, we, it's never a dull moment with us. So I, 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 you know, that'll never happen. Another thing I liked about the movie is that it made sure to not wrap itself up in a nice hunky-dory bow. You know, like, they don't know. Like, they might try, they might, might just be how it is. You know? They still love each other, but, you know, shit happens. Shit happens. Um. Don't fuck anyone else. You don't fuck anybody else. She fucks somebody else first. Okay. Well, don't fuck anybody else. Nine? <laughs> I also love that whole scene. Yeah. You showed me. Um, we've tried to do the Dirty Dancing Left before, and we haven't been so... I was closer with Rich. That, that makes you feel so good. Well, because Rich is just more nimble on his feet. He's got, he's got dancing's feet. He's got dancer's feet, those arches. That's been all for this week's episode of Random Movies. <laughs> We're not done. I'm gonna go kill myself uh, now. <laughs> um. It's not my fault that I'm clumsy. You're extremely clumsy. Um, is there anything else? I think we, I think we like sped through this, and I think we pretty much. You handled... could do it with Rich. I was, uh, I don't remember how much help I had, but I specifically remember at Brophy's. I don't want to. No, I don't even. Doing karaoke. Um, it was our karaoke spot where we used to perform every single weekend or most weekends for improv, and there was one time where somebody was doing "Time of My Life," and I was a part of a uh, either. There's no way I did it by myself. There's no way. There's no way I did it by myself. I think it was me, Scott, and Augie. Even then! That's, what are you trying to say? Also, it's like, t- this was a long time ago. This was probably the year that Rich and I had that weight bet, too. So, like... Oh, okay. Then that's yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but I I was a lot skinnier then, too. True, but I was also weaker now. Like, I could probably do it, like, even though, like, we both weigh more now. Oh, thanks. I could probably do what it. Well, you it's, just, it's just the fact you had a baby. 
but like I also lift this twenty pound thing around like all day long. So I'm like, you know, I lift her up over my head all the time. What's you know, multiplying that by like ten. Yeah. You know? I did it with her when we were in that Zach. Ten, you're not two hundred pounds. Jesus, <laughs> my math is terrible. Um yeah, you did it to Jillian. <laughs> I did it to Jillian when we were in Zaxby's and the song came on, so I could do it. Um, I'll do it to you. Let's try. No, absolutely not. Crash, 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 crash. Can you put sound effects in this podcast? No, that's way too much work for this podcast. Oh, okay. Um, Anything else we didn't tackle or cover? No, I think we talked about everything. Kind of sped through it. But again, it's, it's... if you haven't watched this movie, if if you're looking for a date movie, you know, and uh, as a guy, and you're like, Ugh, you know, she's gonna want to watch like X Y Z, you know, this is a good option. This is a good option because you will enjoy. It. There's just plenty for you. It's got a great Statler and Waldorf reference. Um, score time. So go ahead and score it for me. I think, um, you know, everything we said, it's, I mean, it's a great movie. You could watch it. Time got some great performances. Um, I'm going to give it a 10. You're giving it a 10? Wow. Yeah. wow. I really like this movie. I, I knew you did. I can't give it a 10. I just can't. Um, I, I was going to go a 9.5. Just because 10 for me has to be flawless or it has to be... Like, seminal. And this movie is neither. It's a wonderful <laughs> romantic comedy that has amazing replay value. It has some great performances. But it's... Like, a romantic comedy 10 would have to be... Like, the one that either started it all or the one that rewrote the book. And this this is a good job at, at like, modernizing the book. But it's still... It's close. So, but hey, a 9.75 for this movie is nothing to sneeze at. No, not at all. Nothing at all to sneeze at. Um, yeah. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Married with Movies. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We'll, like I said, we'll back to our regularly scheduled routine next week. Um, probably, I mean, yeah. Someday we should really take the time and try to knock out hoop dreams if we can. So we can get back to the box. Okay. We're just log jammed. Okay. Um, it's a Criterion Collection. Shout out to Barnes & Noble for their 50% off sale. Uh, some new criterions hit the box. I want to make sure we get those knocked out as well. Um, follow the show, patreon.com slash arcadeaudio. Um, is where you can support our network. You get um, bonus content and all kinds of special extras just for supporting us every single month. Podcasts available on Apple, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to your podcast automatically normally every Thursday, recently every Friday. Hit us up on Twitter at MaryWMovies, on email at uh, MaryWMovies at gmail.com. And, of course, fast approaching, uh, we I think we figured out it. we're like 10 weeks away, PodSlam 2017, the third annual PodSlam event, uh, podcast marathon benefiting Connors Cure. Can we announce it on the podcast last night? Can officially say... Uh, this is the biggest and best year ever for PodSlam. Then we'll be performing at the Chris Farley Cabaret in Chicago, Illinois at I.O. Improv Olympic, one of the most famous improv theaters in the entire world. Um, it'll be September 23rd, 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. We're going to have an amazing Chicago slate. Chicago time? Or? Uh, 1 p- uh, Central time, 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. Chicago time. Um, we are going to have... 
a lot of fun. If we raise a certain number of money, um, I'm going to get shaved bald at the Chris Farley Cabaret. That's going to be awesome. Um, we have Congrats. a lot. With, I just found out there's full bars. And also, you ready for four words you never thought you wanted to hear together? But are together at the ever-growing kitchen at I.O. Chicago? Cookie dough egg rolls. I don't even know what that is. But Rich said it, and I'm intrigued. You're going to shit your pants on stage. I am going to come back 50 pounds heavier while losing like 10 pounds of hair. Great. It's going to be amazing. Of course, unfortunately, Married Movies will not have a presence again at Potsland because we have an infant child, but maybe one day. Yeah, maybe we'll... I'll go next year. Uh, if you feel like you can be on stage for 12 hours and, and handle everything. Oh, because I never did that before. I never did something called 12 hours of improv. You weren't, like, hosting the thing. Yes, I was! Yeah. Whatever. We're using the baby clippers for I your feet. I mine are. The poor baby has to share nail clippers with you. That's not right. Is that what's all over my fucking seat is your shitty toenail clippings? No. <laughs> your, those are your death. <laughs> for mullet <laughs> signing up for married movies we'll catch you next time on our couch for, for movies my dad's feet are gross <laughs> his toenails look like they're from the fucking Cretaceous period <laughs> I don't pay attention to your dad's toenails I've seen them a lot over the course of my life Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.